0: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. We had to, we had to make fleas this big to get out of the atmosphere. Like yeah, that. exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Boys here, uh, and this week it isn't a request. It's book report with Pete time. Sure, like we could be going into the fifty plus requests that we've collected over the years, but instead, I wanted to talk about a goofy story from the second century that I found out about a couple of weeks ago. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and if you want to add to the request list, uh, join our Discord, lordboys.com slash about, or the description of this podcast, uh, and you could also hop over to Patreon and join the likes of Angel Yanez, who is our newest patron. So thank you, our guardian angel. Uh-huh. Uh, dab, dab. <laughs> Wednesday morning at 7.15, it's like, canceled patron Angel Yanez. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: my name is Peter O'Donohue, and I am joined by... James Miller, hello, hello. And uh, our third friend, uh, Ethan Palmer, he is... um, What did we say he was doing? He's He's fallen on hard times. Um, We
1: thankfully have gotten past the point where we're constantly choking ourselves to the point of orgasm.
0: But Mm -hmm. uh, he is currently locked into some quicksand and we're working on that. Right. Oh, Um, yeah. He was doing the the quicksand while doing the self asphyxiation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And... <laughs> it's just like t- tapping a pen like what lie did we say? <laughs> <laughs> if you do both of those at once, I think it makes you taller actually because it's like one of those machines that stretches you out. Oh, like the the, the medieval like the rack basically. Yes, yes, it you stick your feet in quicksand and you self asphyxiate on the top and uh do you yeah. ever think sometimes
1: like, your back gets stiff, and just, like, for 15 minutes, you're like, God, I wish I could be just, like, a witch in, like, ninth century England. And just, like, put me on the breaking wheel, dude. Just fucking <laughs> crack, crack my back. You know when you, like, cross your arms and you have your buddy pick you up and, yeah. like, I, like shake you like a salt shaker yeah. so the weight of your ass,
0: like, stretches your spine I've out? i thought about it. What I think about, too, is, like, um you ever seen those babies with back problems? And they, like, set up, like, they basically drill a rig into the baby's head and let them dangle. And the, and then they, they dangle their feet in, like, circles. And it, what? They, this they, is not a current medical procedure, correct? You're yeah, talking no. about, like, s- sketches? No, I'll send a picture in the chat. It's a baby with back problems, and I think they even get, like... Um, it's like the, the, the thing that they use to separate the blood and the plasma? It's
1: like that fucking thing that spins constantly?
0: Yeah, no, it's like... It's like a um, Jolly Jumper, or whatever those things are called. but Oh, they,
1: yeah, like the disc with the little, like, saddle in it, basically?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So instead of being basically a swing where you can jump around, they just have, like, a ring around the head, and it's all drilled in. I don't know if it's drilled in or if it's just, like, really tightly there, but the babies just basically are completely held up by the weight of, of, of uh, like, well, not... Yeah, they're they're completely only held by their head, so their whole bodies are dangling. And I'd imagine if someone could pick me up by my head, it would like really, like, start to all the weight would pull down and no. That sounds like quackery, and like it also (laughs) sounds kind of like barbaric. Uh,
1: yeah. Maybe if somebody picked you up by your head, that's just the gallows. That's just like that's just what they do when they hang people. Like when you're an adult, (laughs) it just breaks your fucking neck. Because would you steal a sheep? Yeah.
0: I wish I could find it right now. <laughs> this is easier whenever Ethan, <laughs> Ethan's here to vamp too. So yeah, I'm not uh, just leaving you alone. Pick baby yeah, up like, by. This is head. like
1: this is like Joe Rogan alone just asking Jamie to pull up clips of uh,
0: something he just thought of. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I don't even have my uh, keyboard plugged in too because I don't have enough USBs. So I'm using my laptop keyboard. Pretty cool. We are completely lost without him. I can't. Believe, I can't believe it. Our, our um, fearless leader. He's while you're.
1: While you're doing that, I would like to know. Uh, maybe you could Google this as well. Google me this. Um, are you familiar with the Syrian satirist
0: Lucian of Samosata? Syrian satirist Lucian of S- no. Tell me Not everything. Tell me everything you know. I was gonna guess Beowulf because that's the only old thing I heard. But that is that from like before the second century. Uh Beowulf is newer than the 2nd century I think and has no known author. Okay. Well, I only know the good book from way back then then. Right, which I've yeah. read from cover to cover. Of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah. What's your favorite passage? Uh like John 12:16. Yeah, that's uh, probably a real one. <laughs> John 12:16, which will be my favorite one, which I'm remembering. Is the next day the great crowd had come to the festival, heard that Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem. And they took palm branches and went out to meet him, shouting, Hosanna! Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the world. Blessed is the king of <laughs> Israel. And Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it, as it is written. <laughs> it's actually not a bad one to choose completely at random that you may not have known even existed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'd say oh, that's my first random Bible poll, and I'm glad we got to the donkey and sitting on it. So, hey, man, yeah. I chalked that one up to being a miracle. Yes, yeah. no problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: So it's hard to tell what is and is not true about Lucian's life, uh, as nearly everything we know about him was written by him. He did a lot of autobiographical work. Uh, but the problem is his writings are very often, like, works of satire, and he's incredibly sarcastic, so he's, like, the second century's version of, like, a terminally online, like, <laughs> le- epic misanthrope sort of guy, where, like, nothing he says is true, everything is, like, a, it's everything's a fucking meme, yeah, exactly, yeah. E- every-
0: everything is very le- ironic, like, just like just like the worst kind of person. Yeah,
1: like to, watching you interact
0: with watching ASMR streamers just to be ironic and not because yeah. you enjoy them, right? And exactly. That's yeah. why you yeah. follow them and sub to them and everything.
1: And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so unlike people on Reddit, uh, Lucian was incredibly influential, inspiring writers like Shakespeare, Jonathan Jonathan Swift, and Jules Verne. Um, the only one there that I don't know, just like off the top of my head, Jonathan, Jonathan Swift, whose name is unpronounceable to me, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, did, uh, Gulliver's Travels.
0: Gulliver's Travels. That's the, the, the math guy in the land of the little people or something? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. And <laughs> then Shakespeare and Shakespeare was invented
1: by Sir Francis Bacon and Jules Verne did, uh, the journey through the center of the earth as well as multiple other things. Right. Uh, Lucian was born around 125 AD in Samosata, or Sam. I wrote this two different ways. I'm an idiot. Samosata, <laughs> excuse me. Samosata. Okay. Uh, it, <laughs> the borders in this area have changed so much that it's like not in Syria anymore. It's in Turkey and doesn't even exist. It is or was northeast of modern Antakya, Turkey, and is was like in the far eastern part of the Roman Empire near the Euphrates River. So okay. you can still find, like, where it was. But in the past, you know, 1900 years, it's been, you know, overtaken
0: at this point. Yeah, this might be one of the oldest things we're talking about, other than the Bible stuff that we've touched on, right? Like, I don't know if we've ever uh, gone back. Oh, yeah, we did paleontology. It's... Never mind. That's older. Well, dinosaurs ain't older than Jesus, okay? <laughs> Coexisted. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. And Jesus sat on a velociraptor as it was, yes. yeah, as, it was <laughs> as it was written. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> uh in one uh in one of his works called The Dream, Lucian explains that his parents were lower middle class and due to this could not pay for any form of higher education. Thankfully, Lucian's uncle was a sculptor who owned a statue shop and hired him on, basically, to do the trades. Cool. Lucian, like many bookworms, had soft, girly hands and was no good in the trades. He states that he fucked up a statue so badly one time that his uncle beat him up, and then he had to run away.
0: Oh my god. Yeah, Yeah, that's... You start to think about what kind of shops were around back then, right? A statue shop. Maybe, do people write enough to get, like, a papyrus shop or a paper shop going, maybe? There would definitely be...
1: kind of material shop you'd have like people who sold linen spices Mm. right like butcher yeah meat fish probably more common frankly um although if you think about like syria there'd probably be a lot of fruits and dates definitely some spices and probably a hell of a lot of trade with like even like further
0: eastern i wonder if restaurants were a thing back then because it's so so to have somebody else cook you a meal it seems like so extra for for the times when did restaurants invented? When did restaurants invented? <laughs> when, when did restaurants invented? Yeah. Uh, like. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it, it, it that's something more recent.
1: A restaurant? I mean it's in kind of indulgent. So it's it would have to be like you, you need disposable income to pay for luxury,
0: right? Yeah. They say 1765 in paris is the one that they think was the first restaurant proprietor it and would it was- of course be
1: the fucking french and two that is 1600 years after the story that we're yeah. talking about
0: it's so it way late yeah and it was a soup vendor it was a yeah well that's vendor. easy yeah yeah wow okay yeah i never thought about that before but of course restaurants is something that we've spoiled ourselves with so that's great yeah yeah Capitalism, modern
1: luxury. It's like, why can't I just go down to see my local date guy and get some dried berries from him in the desert? And like, yeah. oh, now all of a sudden you've got your Uber Eats
0: And ugh, kids yeah. these days. If we didn't make, you know what? If, if kids made their own soup, then they wouldn't have time to look at Twitter and get depressed.
1: You know, kids these days don't <laughs> even carve their own fucking statues. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> true, sure they don't No, we don't Yeah. <clears throat> um, so, due to being beaten by his uncle and running away um, Anyway, he quit, basically um, After escaping his uncle, he fell asleep And he dreamt of a debate between the concepts of statuary and culture When he woke up, he decided to listen to culture and pursue an education um, I had to look up statuary It's just an old-timey word for sculptor or maybe it's like an industrial sculptor that his uncle was, where you get like cheap statues sort of thing, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the The veracity of his autobiography uh, autobiography has been worn down pretty much to nothing at this point. Uh, over the course of the time, people figured it was less and less true due to Lucian being a classical shit poster, basically. Yeah. Also, Socrates has an identical origin story as a sculptor, and Ovid had a vision of elegy and tragedy. Okay. So. Because cool. he's just constantly like making fun of other contemporary people or other people that were famous at the time. Uh, the fact that he has like a fusion story that is matches two guys who were already famous at the time. Well, it's probably not true. He probably never fucked up a statue and never had his vision. Oh, basically,
0: that's cool that that you can troll yeah. your own Wikipedia post like twenty two thousand years later or whatever. Like, yeah, he, yeah, he prepped it exactly. Cool. What was that other guy in uh, ancient, was it ancient Greece? Was it Diogenes? Who was the guy who was beating off in the streets and making fun of everyone? You oh, mean... that's, you're going to have to pull up that clip. I don't really <laughs> remember. I, I watched a video on him the other day, and he was hilarious. He would, like, like some politician would come up and talk to him, and he would just, like, take out his dick and pee on their feet or something. Like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh We don't know where uh, Lucian ended up being educated,
1: but he somehow became a very well-known and very successful writer and lecturer throughout the Roman Empire. He gave lectures in Greece, Italy, and in Gaul, which is the pre-France, French and German area, sort of the Germanic area, the center of Europe. He married at some point, uh, but we don't know who his wife was, and he mentions having at least one kid uh, who was a son. So he may have had other sons, a daughter, multiple children, who knows.
0: You find your? Uh, did you find your street pervert? By the way, Diogenes of Sinope. Uh, okay, used to masturbate in public to show happiness belonged to a man who rejected cultural norms. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone says their personal favorite quote of him is, "I pissed on a man who called me a dog. Why was he surprised?" <laughs> or, that's fair. Yeah, when Plato gave Socrates' definition of man as featherless bipeds. He was much praised for the definition. Diogenes plucked a chicken and brought it to Plato's Academy saying, behold, I've brought you a man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and after that incident, they added with broad, flat nails to the definition. Uh, he just made fun of all of everyone around him. He was just like the, the old Greek troll. So, um. Yeah. I mean, with the intellectual
1: comes the troll, right? Yep, like, that's right. obvious, obviously, like these two things, like one cannot exist without the other. Like, that makes sense to me. Mm hmm. Yeah. Lucian was very much like that. Uh, around 165 AD, he bought a home in Athens and invited his parents to live with him. Uh, and this is when he devoted all of his time to writing. Nearly all of the 80 surviving works attributed to him that we have were all written at this home in Greece, which is a very Cuba away from Cuba, I believe, as Hemingway would have put it right. Yeah. Uh. Lucian's views, here's where we kind of get into the beating off in the street aspect of him. Of course. Lucian's views were very difficult to pin down due to his constant use of irony and sarcasm. Uh, <laughs> but what was clear is that he did not care for Herodotus or for Plato, found philosophy tiresome since life was too short to be uh, constantly, you know, thinking of dumb ideas that could be disproven by a guy who jerks off publicly, <laughs> and, and he was also skeptical of the oracles Ah, uh, he thought that all belief in the supernatural was cringe, and that he was in fact based. Based, of course, y- dude. Yeah. 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 He was based God, basically. Oh my God.
0: Yeah. There's so much of this stuff on the internet now, too. Uh, that's great that, that it's not a new idea. Of course, it's not a new idea. All the, all um, the like,
1: <laughs> there are only, whatever, like, seven stories that are told over and over and over again. Yes. There is, you know, the three-act structure, the hero's journey, the rivalry between cringe and based that I think uh, <laughs> you know, like, philosophers have talked about for centuries at this point. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Today's subject, however, uh, as you can see by the title, is called A True Story. Uh, it is the oldest currently known work of science
0: fiction. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, uh, um, science fiction. Oh, wait, that's right. You told us it, it's a robots thing. I completely forgot about this. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. a bunch of whack shit that we're going to get into. Um, but yeah, it is very much a sci-fi. Cool. Um, A true story is a satire of a form of writing that was very popular at the time called a travelogue. Uh, which is writers in antiquity would often like travel around and find things to write about or go on expeditions on ships and shit and like write about what they saw. Um, it became very common um, it became a very common and like actual example of competition driving innovation that like when like oh yeah, we sailed from Greece to Spain or we ventured around Gaul and all this stuff kind of like everybody kind of started to learn it, uh, people would just like start making shit up. To, to sex up their writing. So it's like, oh no, well, well well when I went there, like that's that's where we get like the Cyclops and shit like that. So like we've all s- heard stories of right. Atlantis, which I personally think is fucking fake. Like Plato wrote about that. Yeah. Um and uh this is like a real thing, but it was sexed up at the time. Uh Hanno the Navigator, who was like a North African adventurer or whatever cool. from Morocco, uh ventured like around the like western kind of fat part of Africa and ended up somewhere where he encountered gigantic hairy men who kidnapped women uh on the west coast of africa and called them gorillae. uh which is where we get the name gorilla which was just an embellished story of some guy who
0: saw some monkeys okay okay (laughs) i was hoping it was actual monkeys that's good okay wasn't sure how to feel about it at first but yeah Yeah,
1: i mean uh again like the empire was so broad it's unclear. Hanno is from Africa. He's a right. North African like navigator. Like who knows who the fuck his parents were? I don't know, but like right, right, right. venturing down the to the southwest the, he saw gorillas and they just made some shit up. It's like, "No, hairy evil monkey men who abduct our women and shit." It's like, "One, you don't bring women on an expedition." And two, <laughs> that didn't happen.
0: <laughs> I yeah, I don't know what I would think if I saw a gorilla and I'd never seen a gorilla before. Like that those things are terrifying. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, but the term gorilla comes from gorilla, which was the fake name
1: he basically made up for like African Bigfoot.
0: Oh, cool! When cool. going around the, the the western coast, there. I can't wait till we actually find Bigfoot, so we can call it Big Fi or whatever instead, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Lucian prefaces a true story much much like Jonathan Frakes does in that montage where he's just like, everything's made up. It's a lie. It's untrue. It's fake. It's false. And you should be very familiar with that man now that you keep watching TNG, right? Yeah, is that Captain Picard? Is that Data? Uh, Is that who? It's the
0: guy with the the hot guy with the beard. I haven't watched. Oh, Riker, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 still early on, so I wasn't sure who made that one up. But that that sounds like something Riker might say. He
1: like hosted some kind of show after Star Trek, and there was there's like that montage online. Was like it's all a lie. It's made up. It's fiction. It's pure fantasy. (laughs) It's like that's the same guy. So uh, Lucian writes, uh, quote, I shall at least say one thing true. When I tell you that I lie and I hope to escape the general censure, when I say that I mean to speak not a word of truth throughout, know ye, therefore, that I'm going to write about what I never saw myself, nor experienced, nor so much as heard from anybody else. (laughs) Which is very much like a takedown of the genre of the travelogue itself. Right. Right. Um, The other popular genre at the time that I'm not going to touch on because it's... uh, cripplingly boring is the dialogue which right. is like basically just the like fictional accounts of two philosophers talking to each other i had to read a lot of those in school yeah it, i yeah. i hate it i even hated the dialogue portion of this which was a very good uh, a true story is a um uh, it's a royalty free audiobook you can find it on youtube totally worth listening to it's very wacky if yeah
0: now that ethan's gone this is a dialogue are we going to scare is, people yes. off? Okay. <laughs> uh,
1: the worst kind of podcast yeah, is the dialogue. Exactly.
0: Do it by yourself or get two friends. So don't do it at all. That's,
1: that's, no. That's <laughs> so the story begins with Lucian setting off with 50 men in a well-provisioned ship from the Pillars of Hercules, uh, which is the modern-day Strait of Gibraltar, which is between North Africa and Spain. Right. I think, or Portugal. It's the Iberian Peninsula, and I don't know where the actual border is, but it's there um sailing west they carried they were carried out by a fair wind for a full day before sailing into a violent storm uh they decided to just batten down the hatches and sit tight to kind of ride out the storm but this seems to have been the wrong decision uh the storm lasted for 79 days and then on the 80th day they were blown close to an island and half the crew decided to hop out and explore while the other half stayed behind to make sure the ship was safe and like repaired
0: wait this is the writing of our, our of our guy what's what's the guy's name again that we're talking about lucian 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 wrote yeah. this yeah okay so i don't believe him but
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah well now we're getting into the summary of of the uh of a true story basically okay
0: of, of so after I... a true like in quotation story that he wrote right
1: yeah, well, that's the yeah. that's the joke, okay, right? Okay. Like, of course, it's not as relevant now. I, okay. Well, no, I guess it is as relevant. It, it is relevant now again, as he is just like a, the version of an online shit poster. Yeah, this what he's writing now a true story. Is making fun of people who are just like my five-year-old, my woke five-year-old had a political hot take at Starbucks and everybody oh, f- clapped. What a shit! Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. like, like that's it. Like that—that's the thing that he's taking down. Okay. So now he's he's taking the concept of, of the five-year-old at log. Starbucks to its logical extreme, where my five-year-old had a political hot take during a hurricane that lasted. Four months, basically. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, my my yeah.
0: five year old wrote War and Peace or something, and then yeah, then like, exactly. Yeah, okay. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah,
1: okay. <laughs> exactly. So, um, half the crew decide to hop out and explore after an eighty day storm, and they are start to explore this island that they've come upon. Cool. Um, on the island, they discover a gigantic brass pillar that is signed by both Hercules and Dionysus, who is the god of revelry.
0: Yeah, he's the. He's the drinking, the one. wine one. Yeah, yeah, I remember him from Hades, and he also his name is really close to Diogenes, right? I just realized, but that's the yeah, guy right. who uh, has finds pleasure in the street. Yeah. Yes.
1: yes, yeah, that's a, the secret ending of Hades. If you beat the game enough times, <laughs> then uh, whatever Zagrub or whatever the fuck the main character's name is, gets to beat off in the middle of the
0: <laughs> in the middle of his mom's garden on the surface. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> yeah. uh, I love that game.
1: Oh, me too. Uh, but I've mentioned this before on the show. I played that game for four hours straight once, and I was like, "Damn, this shit is
0: dope." Never yeah. played it again. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So we're yeah, on the island. Never- we got a pillar signed by the strongest demigod and the the wine guy, god of wine. Exactly. God of wine. Okay.
1: Um, they also find both their massive footprints, so they're like, "Yeah, that totally happened." Um, <laughs> I also want to kind of like wasn't that- life?
0: footprints i hope not but
1: no no knuckles okay. in the front right? Right.
0: right right right
1: yeah or like the drag marks from like a captured woman and just like the <laughs> in, in just like the tattered brown bra with the tattered like loincloth right yes. obviously classic yes. cl- classic caveman
0: lingerie the heel prints of her kicking all- all- as she's it, being dragged away exactly yes. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> so, like, alternating yeah. little like little discs in the sand <laughs> Um, The version of the story that I listened to measures everything in stadion or stadia. um, And the pillar itself is three stadia from the shore. Uh, Herodotus said that one stadium was 600 feet, but like the length of a foot changed depending on what region of Greece you were in. So more modern Anglo-Saxons measured out one stadium as one eighth of a mile or 2.2 football fields.
0: (laughs) So we're going with that one. 2.2 football fields. Got it. Got it.
1: Yeah. And is one stadia, so this would be six point six football fields from the shore
0: is where they found the,
1: um, found
0: the pillar. Okay, and and those feet that they found too of uh, the footprints, those were not actual feet; those were two point three feet or something like that. Something like that, yes. exactly. Okay,
1: got it. <laughs> yeah, it's Go two point two footprints <laughs> from the from from the from the shore. Yes. Uh, further inland, they discover a river of wine, which they decide to fish from. Uh the men who ate the fish became incredibly drunk uh because the fish themselves are completely saturated with booze. Right. Uh and instead of bones on the inside they're full of grape seeds. So they basically just got like zooted on edibles wow. on this island <laughs> <laughs> by like eating the eating the wine fish.
0: That's yeah. Honestly, if you're prepared for it and you had the right amount, that sounds like a lot of fun. Just a mm. a little a little fillet, maybe get uh spit a couple seeds out, grow your own grapes. They're like pre marinated too, which yeah. is pretty good. We can grow grapes uh, in Canada, right? I think yeah. so. Good. Yeah, my
1: mom has a couple of vines in her garden. And I think my dad had some too. So yeah, like Ontario, Quebec sort of area.
0: They just die in the, in the winter, I guess, and then come back.
1: Well, yeah, you got to harvest
0: the bunches. Right. Whatever the measurement of grapes are, <laughs> it's feet yeah it's as you 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 crush them with your feet to make wine right that's yeah
1: i was at the grocery store on sunday kind of restocking for the next couple of weeks and i was just like oh yeah man fucking grapes buck 99 a foot that's that's a great (laughs) price (laughs) standard unit of you put it on a scale
0: that's just got like a picture of a foot on it yeah when the thing like goes up dude my uh, (laughs) my store has been pushing merguez sausages. I don't know what it is. They got a surplus of uh those spicy sausages, so I, I I'm all stocked up. If you need some sausages, let me know. As a separate recipe, something yeah. I love to do.
1: Uh, are you getting like the kind of like thicker Italian sausages? Uh I don't have those. I have the
0: thinner ones at the moment, but Like a breakfast
1: sausage? Uh yeah, about that that that. They're long Dang. but like Yeah. Are they for dinner or for the, are they for breakfast? For dinner. Okay. One of my favorite things to make is, I, we may have talked about this on the show, I, or maybe we have recommended this to people in the past. You get a portobello mushroom. Right. Get the cap, break off the stem, and kind of carve out the gills. But, like, sometimes, I, I usually, like, dice up everything and, like, mix it in. Yeah. And yeah. stuff the inside of the cap with sausage. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. Because it, like, sweats out, and, like, yeah. the grease goes underneath and, like, fries the
0: bottom of it. Put it in the Ooh. oven. Gordon Ramsay had a one video online where you like take a, a croissant that's like a day old. So it's like slightly stale and you take off the cap and you do a similar thing. You chop up all the the sausage with like a little bit of garlic, a little bit of onion, and you like basically stuff a croissant full of it. And yeah. it's oh. like all oh, yeah. super cheap stuff because it's like only takes day old croissants, you can get the ones out of the trash. And yeah. uh <laughs> like we did yeah, exactly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, yeah, apparently very very good. And he used to eat that in uh Paris where the first restaurant was. I don't know if you knew about that, but I did not. Thank yeah. you for telling me. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. soup. I'm glad uh, I'm glad that uh,
1: our listeners get to learn uh something new uh every couple of minutes in our, in our current <laughs> episode. <laughs> um, there's like this weird moment of clarity uh in the story like he just like has like an, a footnote. He's just like we should have mixed the booze fish with regular fish Kind of like a spritzer, I guess, because they just got too fucked up off winefish, okay. and it was like, like a point in the story is just like, no, we had, we made a mistake eating all those winefish. Basically,
0: their body mass index, like probably not a lot of fat on them too. They've been at storm uh, at sea in the storm for like three months or whatever as well. So yeah. they get up, yeah. haven't eaten anything. Just you gotta <laughs> you gotta eat some croissants before you eat the the winefish, right? Yeah, <laughs> you gotta you gotta you gotta get your stomach prepped basically. Yeah. Yeah. We had
1: all those wine fish on an empty stomach. We got too fucked up. Should have yeah. mixed them with regular fish. That's right. <laughs> uh, obviously, they were just like, but river of wine, and we're very drunk. Let's figure out where this thing is coming from. They decide to find the source of the river, and on their way, they discover grapevines that are beautiful women from the waist up. Uh, with grapes growing off the tips of their fingers, and instead of hair, they have, like, leaves and vines growing out of the tops of their heads. Wow. Um, he compares them to Daphne after she had begged to be chained, like, have her form transformed, basically, or her body transformed, uh, so that uh, Apollo would stop simping for her. There's, like, okay. a Greek myth where Daphne is changed into a, a grape tree because Apollo wants to fuck her so bad or something. Okay. I, that, that part I didn't
0: research. Is Daphne
1: uh, a god as well?
0: Okay, I don't, I, I've never or, or she's
1: or she's either like a demigod or something, or she's like Persephone, where she's like the object of desire or something. Not okay. just a member of Scooby and the Gang, right? <laughs> where Scooby
0: and the Gang are, are contending with Apollo. Yeah. <laughs> you have uh, Velma, the goddess of kinky nerds. Uh, Hell yeah. Yeah. yeah! yeah.
1: Yo, there would be like if they had like a Scooby Doo Does Olympus or whatever um velma would absolutely end up like being the object of desire for dionysus right
0: yes yes
1: because he'd give her like beer goggles when she drops her inevitably drops her glasses or some shit right and then then, then they'd they'd
0: fall in love sort of thing yeah yeah and i I don't think like also the guy that we're talking about lucian i think he'd be more of a velma Guy himself, I don't think he'd want to go after uh, Daphne, who's like the more uh, like obvious Instagram good-looking lady. He would want more like Velma, who's who's hanging out on Reddit and uh, also trolling along. With
1: yeah, them, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, uh, Daphne would. He would definitely
0: consider uh, Daphne to be like a
1: Stacy, or right. anything. Right, right. <laughs> and then awful. he would also also consider Velma. Um, I don't know what the opposite of. Uh, I'm not online enough to know that, but he would also hate her, yeah. like. Not for being a woman or anything, but for I don't know, liking also other like liking Chads as well, basically.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not I'm not up to date on all the the incel comings and goings, but it's out Me there. Me neither.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I haven't che- I have I haven't checked in with my
1: contacts. <laughs> no, yeah, we don't need to. Those those folks... we, have, we have a it, well with COVID, we had bugged a Magic the Gathering uh like tournament table. Right where we would just get like we'd like spy on them with some like stolen audio, but uh, right. with COVID they they shut down the game store, so right. now these guys are playing at their own home. So we, we, we haven't been able to spy on them. <laughs> it's like a tape recorder taped to the bottom of like a magic, like a card table. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, these uh, vineyard ladies would cry out in pain anytime someone tried to like pick their grapes, so the the, the shore party stopped and
0: just left them alone, basically. Oh my god, that's yeah. awful. And that, there's a whole river, too, so th- does that imply, like, a whole uh, bunch of suffering women upstream <laughs> of what? I don't
1: know, if it, it doesn't seem like the river is causing the tree ladies any pain. Like, trying to pluck okay. their grapes, um, trying to get a foot of grape off of them, obviously, okay. uh, was, okay. it was causing issues, but I mean, then the the men were just like, well, never mind, let's stop doing that. This might not be lady wine, is what we're saying, so this could be something.
0: Like, there, there's, it could there become different a flowers. Yeah,
1: there could be another source to the river. This is when they kind of abandon the whole thing.
0: Okay, cool. Uh,
1: They spend the night on shore after refilling on water and river wine, and then they leave uh, until another storm picks up their ship for an entire week and actually suspends it in the air. Um, Eventually, towards the end of that week, they begin to see islands all around them. Ahead of them, they see many islands that appear to be inhabited, and behind them, more islands covered in cities and trees. Uh, they figure that the islands behind them were Greece and the earth, uh, which is later confirmed. And then after drifting a bit longer, they are found by the Hippogope. Hippogope. Uh men riding gigantic vultures. And I'm going to stop here just going forward. A lot of the fantastical uh, infantrymen we're going to be talking about start with the prefix hippos, which is Greek for horse. Uh, and you're probably familiar with like a hippodrome where they
0: have like a horse race or something. like right. that. Right, yeah. And a hippopotamus, yeah. which is uh a horse. Uh it's like a fat horse, yeah. It is, yeah. It's faster in the water than a horse, but it's probably slower on the land than a horse, but it's still pretty fast. They are very fast, yeah. yeah.
1: They're uh and honestly, if that wasn't like the if, if hippopot thinking of it now, if hippopotamus is not some like misnomer that Hanno the Navigator found after he lied about gorillas, <laughs> um, like I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> right. <laughs> If you've got the time when you pull up that clip. Yeah. yeah. Um, the vultures of the Hippogipi, uh that, that the Hippogypi ride, all have three heads and are so huge that each of their wing feathers are as long as the mast of a ship, which Jeez. at the time, I guess, would be like a telephone pole. Like, I don't really know how big a ship in the second century Greece is.
0: Yeah. That's... Well, big enough, I guess. Well, we could it's say a it big double. bird. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like a Doug Trio kind of thing. Or not a Doug Trio. What's the, the bird? The Trio is the is bird. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. Uh, so the Hippogear are like scouts for the uh, Moon Kingdom or the Selenites uh, since their job is to kind of patrol the skies around and bring in anything strange they find to the King of the Moon. Uh, the king is named Endymion, and he asks the crew how they got there. Uh, and after leaving the storm, and they explain that the storm had, like, launched him into the sky. Um, and then they're like, oh, well, we're actually from Earth. We're from Greece. And Endymion actually explains that he is also from Earth, and he was kidnapped in his sleep and appointed king of the moon.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah.
1: I think that's how we should do all elections now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Where... <laughs> Like having a shitty president is nobody's fault. It's just like we just abducted Donald Trump in his sleep. Like we couldn't have known.
0: Yeah, I mean, a a great president is probably someone who f- doesn't fully want to do the job, right? Like doesn't want the job for 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 personal reasons, but they could still do a good job at it. Like, yeah. yeah I <laughs>
1: but I think that that that's our like uh, abduct your next president twenty twenty four. I yes. think is the platform I'm running on personally.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, Endymion is currently at war with the Sun King of the Heliads, uh, named Phyton, uh, over colonies they both wanted to establish on Venus. <laughs> yeah, so they have a turf war out in space.
0: All right. He offers Lu- Yeah, that's pretty cool. He offers
1: Lucian and his crew each a vulture of their own and armor if they're willing to help fight the Sun people. Um, and in the like Moon Morning, whatever the fuck that would be, they set off and see the rest of the army. So alongside the vulture riders are men called the Lachanoptery, who yeah. ride gigantic birds made of, like, some kind of herb, but they have lettuce for wings. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah. um, the list goes on in a number of soldiers, and the number of soldiers are in, like, the hundreds of thousands. Some are not described, and I kept getting lost with all, like, the made-up words in a language I don't speak. Um but there are also men who ride gigantic fleas that are 12 <laughs> times larger than an elephant.
0: What? That's yeah. insane. Oh my god. <laughs> what what what, if, what what imagine the size of the dog. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, dude. Yeah. That's a big flea. That's like bigger yeah. than that's like it's big as like the apartment building I feel like I'm in. Like that's a huge flea. That's crazy. Well, think about how far you'd need to jump to travel through space right right they can jump quite far for their body yeah you can only imagine right yeah yeah exactly (laughs) if
1: you wanted to get from the moon to venus in any kind of reasonable amount of time (laughs) we had we had to make fleas
0: this big to get out of the atmosphere yeah uh... (laughs) exactly (laughs) it's
1: like the fuel is expensive obviously but whatever yeah it's like so much so much dog blood to like <laughs> like get past gravity so you can get into like just a sustained orbit
0: <laughs> around the moon. Elon Musk of the times got like a whole factory just linked of dogs with their blood going into giant vats oh, and he, stuff. Would. <laughs> yeah, he would exactly. he <laughs> would SpaceX yeah. yeah ju- just just
1: just a launch Just to launch, like, a wooden ship with a shitty statue in it into orbit, basically, would be his version of the fucking Tesla. (laughs) Uh, Foot soldiers in the Moon Army wear long gowns that act like sails, and it lets them fly around the battlefield. They, like, hold out their dresses, and they fly around. Um, They're described as wearing targets. Uh, I have no idea what the fuck that means. I think it's, like, a large shield, um, but did not figure it out. Um, there are two units uh, called the Stratovalani and the uh, Hippogeroni that are mentioned, but like ex- explicitly in the fiction, never show up for the fight. So Lucian is just like, yeah, they weren't there, so I'm not going to describe them, because
0: uh, that would be dishonest, basically. Wow. When, when uh, I tried to I, look up the pre- The Hippogeroni? Hippogeroni. That- Geroni, dude, that is such a yeah. good name. I want to call someone a Hippogeroni for now. Just
1: It's like, oh, fuck off, you hippo Gironi.
0: yeah. <laughs> Or is it maybe yeah. that's a, a, a pasta dish. Who knows?
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I tried to look up the prefixes uh, and suffixes like strato and "velani" and tried to figure out like what these things, what these words were. Right. So instead, I called the experts that I know. I called my grandmother, who does speak some old Greek, right. and she figured that they were like some kind of sky or cloud archer. Okay. Because it's like strato, like stratosphere and volani, like volley was her guess.
0: Okay, okay.
1: So that was it. Uh, and the uh the, jabronis, the hippo jabronis yeah. were men riding a different kind of bird. She was like, it's not a vulture, but it's like a vulture. Okay. And that okay. was it. It it tracks. You've got a bunch of dudes riding birds made of lettuce. Yeah. Three-headed vultures, different kind of bird. Fine. Yeah. yeah. And
0: yeah, archers from above. and It, it checks out.
1: Yeah and also the clouds will come up later space clouds will come up later so like the like cloud archers also makes perfect sense um so Lore boys cannon also uh our show actually uh describes the, uh, has the first description of these units uh in history so I couldn't find it anywhere and I called oh, wow. my grandma and had her made it up and make it up for us <laughs> basically
0: so well, thank, we are thank you um this is—I'm uh, not sure what your grandma's name, but her, her name's Irene. Thanks, Irene. That's a very grandma yeah. name. Yeah, it's a good one.
1: Um, I also like the fact that, like, oh, you know, we could still add to the shit post 1900 years later too. Like, it's—it's—you uh, it's, got to support the boys. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the entire moon army is armored with lupins, which is like a flowering plant, and they wore gigantic beans
0: on their head like helmets. <laughs> I like those guys. They sound like they might be around in the Mushroom Kingdom, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then, uh, so the moon orders
1: spiders the size of islands uh, to go out into space and weave a battlefield with their spider webs, like, in the sky so everybody had something to walk on.
0: Right. Okay. Which
1: is a pretty interesting thing to make up, because I get, like, they did know there was nothing between celestial bodies. They did think there was air up there, which is how they sailed out. Right. But, like, it's like, well, you can't stand on anything because you can't just stand on the air, so, like, obviously you would have a spider the size of an island Yeah, weave a battlefield for you, like, kind of right. like digging trenches, I suppose.
0: Yeah, it's cool. And and if you're creating the battlefield, you're dictating the flow of it. You can add walls in certain places, uh towers, and, uh like, it's like a tower defense game, except your your spider's gonna help fix it up yeah <laughs> you played many tower defense games i love them not not so many but yeah
1: like endymion was definitely just like like he, he's setting up the three lanes in yes. space basically exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and before we get into the sun army i think we can take a short break
0: planning for your next trip
1: you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com host welcome back everybody uh thanks for listening to that ad and getting us i don't know however much it was worth in your area uh the army of the sun uses bugs more than birds uh in this case they have the hippo Myrmacy that ride ants uh, the ants, however, are two acres long, um, oh, and there's other guys who are archers who ride gigantic gnats, which um, I guess for the uninformed would be, like, in the summer when it's humid, you've got, like, kind of the, like the round little cloud in the air that's kind of, like, buzz around in circles, yeah. and stick to your sweat and shit, like, that, that's a gnat.
0: So how big are the gnats? Are they similarly uh, the big?
1: He, he doesn't, he, he says huge, but it's not actually uh, directly described in this one here.
0: Okay. He left that part out, the asshole. Yeah, I man. Uh, if ants were two acres long, there would be no people. Like they, they, they. I think they have the same biomass or more than us already, and they're like tiny. So
1: yeah, something like them. that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh my god.
1: Two acres long, but they're in space. There's no like size limit in space until you like I don't know like collapse in on yourself and spaghettify everything around you. <laughs> <laughs> like, basically. <laughs>
0: How big could an ant be so that it couldn't even? lift itself or whatever the fuck. I, well, yeah, you've I got...
1: Like, yeah, it's just like some sort of... There's some sort of physical limit. <laughs> I'm just like, at which point does an ant collapse in on itself?
0: Yeah, it, it, and it would have to be dense enough, too, right? Like, it, if, if an ant's not dense enough, it would just get bigger and bigger and bigger. But I guess eventually... I don't know how space works. Where How does space yeah. work, Peter? Uh, well, here. I've got this book from the year 125
1: to explain it to us. Well, it's,
0: they're the first ones to go, then, so they probably know best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. You, you had Lucian, you had Sputnik, and then you had the the Apollo missions. <laughs> yep. Like, that's the order. Yep. All of which was done by Stanley Kubrick. Every single fucking second. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the spiders were all stop motion, obviously. Oh my god, dude. Yeah. The they just, they just uh, they didn't use huge spiders right that, that were the size of islands they just use people that were the size of spiders and put it next yeah. to spiders or whatever or yeah, no, yeah you need it even smaller you need a honey i shrunk the kids type did you ever watch that movie Which yeah were- i
1: I've, i haven't seen the honey i shrunk the kids more than once okay the one with the ants but i i had for whatever reason the straight to dvd sequel i had honey we shrunk ourselves right okay
0: yeah when, yeah when the adults do it yeah then there's a uh, honey i blew up the kid And they make the baby really big. And there's like a Godzilla in the town situation where the baby's knocking stuff over. Yeah, so I've Uh, seen the cover, but I've never actually seen that movie. Okay. What a fun series, huh? I I remember seeing the the cupcake or something in the lawn. that, or the cookie. It was a cookie. And they were really small, but the the ant was eating the cookie. And I remember being a little kid, like, that cookie looks so good. It's like so much bigger than everybody. Yeah
1: yeah i remember i remember liking honey we shrunk ourselves a lot i watched it a bunch of times i had it uh again i had it on vhs It was just like one of those things like no cable just an antenna like i've seen a bunch of those movies a million times what happened to rick moranis yeah. so no he he's a good guy he left hollywood his wife died oh, and he no. was just like no more acting
0: i gotta be a father oh good for him yeah and then he went on to shrink his kids and lose them in the lawn
1: <laughs> uh, now, okay yeah i mean like nobody's perfect but <laughs> exactly
0: I would rather shrink my kids than abandon them, goddammit. Yeah, that's right. I, I I prefer my kids get shrunk and lost in my own backyard than out with their friends. So I don't care if you're straight or gay or half an inch tall. I still love you. <laughs> <laughs> love Mick, Rick Moranis. <laughs> <laughs> I almost called him Mick Roranis. <laughs> that, How? Is that even <laughs> easy to say? Rick <laughs> I don't know. Nick Moranus. <laughs> oh, where's Ethan? We need him to keep us back on track here.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. It's okay. We're we're just after the break. It's it's basically starting the episode all over again of as course. far as listeners concerned. Because the saddest story is like the, the ad is just like, yeah, I hope you bought the thing.
0: Uh, yuck, yuck, yuck. And it was like a real estate agency. It's like, oh, dang, never mind. <laughs> There's a brand new lawnmower. And then we go and ruin it for them because we th- remind everyone that you could shrink your kids and lose them in your lawn. So who's oh, that'd be lawn? so dangerous. Yeah. Exactly.
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, the infantry of the sun, and this, this one is just another kind of like ridiculous coincidence that I mentioned on the, the bonus Patreon, uh, Patreon audio here. Uh, the infantry of the sun are slingers who are, uh, they have like the little, they have a, the old timey sling, which is like whatever the, the hide whip that you can get a lot of like uh, extra power out of a, a rock out of. Yeah. But they hurled radishes at the enemy. Oh. Uh, and these radishes seem to be poisonous or covered in some kind of poison since whoever was struck by one died immediately and the impact point like stank to high heaven
0: Oh dude Mario uh, Bros world uh, it's Mario 2 rules basically.
1: They have <laughs> Mario
0: Bros World tour <laughs> <laughs> Nice job. <laughs> Sorry. I couldn't remember the name of the it, it, I just it is Mario Bros something it's- too. But super mario 2 yeah super mario brothers 2
1: it's the doki doki panic one or whatever the fuck that yeah. the original game that they they ported over basically it's we the throw radishes at people yeah, yeah
0: yeah yeah with a with radish all the play. one play yeah
1: yeah uh, i'd <laughs> like to briefly mention the fake story about my parents that we did for april fools like three four years ago where like my mom or my dad painted radishes to look like turnips or some shit oh, yeah. That sounds like Ethan's writing for sure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's funny that you mentioned the Mushroom Kingdom earlier because uh, other kind of like uh, like a ph- the phalanx of the of the Sun Army were men with mushroom cap shields and asparagus spears.
0: Asparagus spears, wow! Yeah,
1: yeah. I think <laughs> like also a quick aside here, just about like I know like some things are going up with inflation. Thankfully, it's not so bad in Canada. Like I haven't really noticed it much at the grocery store. Other than gas, but that's not tied to inflation at all. One thing that has gotten wildly expensive is fucking asparagus, dude. Yeah. Like, is it grown by geishas? Like, what the fuck? Like, I don't understand it.
0: I wonder... No, it has something to do with the um, sewage process. On how they take, like, sewage water and turn it back into drinking water. It's something about stinky pee that gets real expensive down the line. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. it, you got to burn a lot of gas to get your pee not so stinky and then back into the It like water.
1: quintupled in price. You can get like a bundle of Spears. Really? For like a buck 20 at the grocery store near me. But now it's like $5 for the same amount of asparagus. Wow.
0: I don't buy enough yeah. asparagus to notice. That's, that's crazy. Delicious. Though. Another recipe
1: uh, for <laughs> the lore boys out there. Um, Mix in some olive oil, lemon juice, salt and pepper, and then brush your asparagus. It's better on the barbecue, but toss it in the oven.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I like it. Yeah. Good, good Until asparagus. it's, like, soft, basically. Nice.
1: The bottom is, like, basically undigestible, so you just, like, kind of, like, bite it off at the at the point there. Right, right. right. <laughs> you eat it down, but there's, like, a paler part at the bottom that is, like, so
0: tough you can't even chew through it. Even after but, uh, baking it? I feel like you... Well, you know, that's yeah. how why they make the spears out of it, I guess, is you want something really it's... durable. Exactly. Uh, you want you want so you want something tough. Yeah. Um right.
1: Uh where are we? Oh yes, yeah. so the uh the men with the mushroom shields with I I guess with like the 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 ingredients for a good brochette uh <laughs> like that that military. Uh they fought alongside soldiers from the constellation Sirius called the Sinobolani, uh, and these were men with dog heads uh who rode
0: on winged acorns and flew around there. What the fuck? <laughs> okay, yeah. now it, it has been crazy, but that's just a crazy thought. Like, yeah. why, did, why do you fly on acorns and dog it? Okay, all right. What are they called? Yeah, dog. Uh, the uh, Cinnobolani. Cinnobolani, all right. But they're
1: from Sirius, which I think Sirius is a dog constellation, which is why they have dog heads. The winged acorns is just some thing. I, I don't understand at all.
0: That's amazing that they predicted where the satellite radio was gonna come from all that time ago. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> those ancient Syrians really had their finger on their
0: pulse. <laughs> S- sending boats to space. Yeah, With yeah. with spider webs and talking yep. to dog men who flew on acorns. And Fighting uh,
1: alongside them even. The the, the the cultural relations were incredible wow. in the ancient world.
0: Yeah. That's great. Mark, there's Bark, so many- bark, bark! <laughs> There's so many people and weapons that are like partially made of food. It's it's amazing that dogs had the self control not to eat their allies, if anything.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I love the fact that this is just like some guy doing the second century version of a shit post, and 100 just just like did not even stand up or barely turned his head. All this stuff was just in the room with him while yeah. he was doing it. <laughs> Didn't did not even like didn't flex a single muscle in his body to wow. come up with this shit He's got the dog a plate of food spider in the corner of his hut or whatever the fuck kind of house you could have in yeah. athens in the second yeah. century and then just like yep cool <laughs> <laughs> um the battle was so bloody uh that the clouds above them Uh, were actually stained red, like a sunset on Earth. Uh, Lucian uses this moment to kind of come sideways at Homer, saying that something similar must have happened when he wrote about the death of Sarpedon, uh, which Lucian clearly doesn't believe uh, because he prefaced this entire story as being a gigantic fucking lie. Right, right, of course. So making (laughs) making comparisons to other things that people have claimed were true is like the takedown of its time, basically.
0: Right, yeah, Yeah.
1: Uh, after the battle, uh, Sagittarius of the Zodiac and his Nephilo centaurs arrived. Uh, however, they had nothing to do. They were just these gigantic centaurs. Uh, they're centaurs as we understand them, but like with very nonsensical proportions. The upper human part of the centaur is as big as the Colossus of Rhodes, uh, which was 105 feet tall, allegedly. And the winged horse half was the size of an average ship of birthing which is a cargo ship. I, I don't really know how big a cargo ship at the time would have been, but yeah. like you could you, they'd probably, in my head, they're pretty top-heavy, I guess, like a very big man with like a little horse body. Uh, like Radon, yeah. Yeah, exactly, like Star Scorch Radon. <laughs>
0: yeah, okay, cool.
1: Yeah. So many of these centaurs arrive that Lucian doesn't even bother writing down the number, because you wouldn't believe it anyway.
0: <laughs> cool, alright, yeah. cool.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The Sun Soldiers captured Lucian and some of, his, uh, some of his crew and brought them to the Sun Kingdom. But rather than fight, uh, Phyton decided to build a wall of clouds between the Sun and the Moon. Uh, this left the Moon in a perpetual eclipse, and Endymion, not wanting to live in total darkness, provided, uh, proposed a treaty to Phyton. Endymion offered 10,000 casks of dew uh, <laughs> in exchange for 10,000 hostages, and they would establish a mutual colony on the Morning Star uh don't
0: know what that is uh but fighting agreed all right well yeah. i love the dude Ten thousand cats that's canonically where mountain dew came from of course yeah uh, yeah
1: this is and they established the they they started work on baja blast in the second century but yeah. <laughs> it's it's so complex that it only came out in whatever 2007
0: <laughs> even if it's just normal Dew, like imagine the process of getting all those ca- Casks, right? It's like a guy with with like a, a rag who's like wiping the grass and rigging it out into your casks yeah. over and
1: over <laughs> again. I was thinking, you know how they found like that? There was like a capsized ship that they found that was like four thousand years old that still had like a cask of wine inside of it or something. Oh, wow. Can you imagine finding like the Icelandic wreck of a ship that is still just like has like drinkable
0: Mountain Dew in the hold somewhere? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's it's near the ceiling because of the, the bubbles in it or whatever. So it keeps yeah. like bouncing out, yeah. yeah. And
1: you can tell this is a particularly prestigious dew or prodigious Mountain Dew because of the cask it was made in. It really tastes yeah. of the of the ebony that the, the cask yeah. was made of.
0: Yeah, that's why we don't have uh giant spiders or dog people riding on acorns anymore it's because Mountain Dew turned them all gay. So they didn't reproduce <laughs> and otherwise we would have those and yeah. <laughs> they're putting fucking chemicals in the dew yeah. to make the dog people gay. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no that wasn't um, so- it that wasn't the rumor it was it makes your sperm count go down right so that's why you couldn't reproduce. I, I forget okay, what so- the mountain dew thing is. If
1: if soda fucks your balls up, I absolutely believe that. It is so unhealthy. It is yeah. definitely doing something horrible to you. And if you want to believe it's killing your sperm, go ahead. Just don't fucking drink it. Fair. Like, like 100%. <laughs> I can't like, I'll get behind whatever wacky-ass claim that some lunatic puts out on Facebook. <laughs> like, it's yeah. just, If it gets people to not drink soda, go for it.
0: It's a real problem, you know, when people drink more soda than water, even. like, Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. I mean, I was going to say at all. Like, I had... Um, at work, if we work overtime, they give us Uber Eats codes basically just so we don't have to like go out or so we don't have to waste time, I guess, right, right. which is a little bit insidious, I suppose. Um, but sometimes if you order something like sushi, uh sushi shop, which is like fast food sushi. Yeah, they force you to pick a drink, but they don't have like Perrier or anything. So they, they I had to choose a diet Pepsi right? and it was in my fridge for like five days. And I was like, oh, it's been like, <laughs> it's been like three years since I've had a diet Pepsi. Should I? Should I drink this? And I was like, no, Peter, you're stronger than this. And I just threw it in the garbage. And, uh, like, I wish I was that strong with booze. Yeah, <laughs> that's,
0: that's, that's, that's. yeah, I'll pickle myself, but I will not drink an ounce of sugar. Like,
1: No, um, I mean, I, not even. It's like it was a diet
0: Pepsi. Like, right. no, no
1: aspartame for me, thanks. Yeah.
0: I like, like, I know I don't drink soda very often. I don't keep it in the house. I like a, a Coca-Cola, like a can, the... The 355 milliliters, like, every once in a while, like, maybe once every two months, I'll have one. And I always, like, super enjoy it, but I I try not to keep it around. Because it's one of those things, if you just get in the habit of it, it's so bad for you. Yeah. so, so bad for you. Yeah. Uh, Mountain
1: Dew included, even if the king of the moon gives it to you.
0: Yeah. If you drink a Diet Pepsi, you will kill all the spiders and ants in the world. That's, (laughs) That's true. I said it first. So,
1: post-war, Lucian returns to the moon, where Endymion offers him his son's hand in marriage, since uh, Lucian is very clear that there are no women on the moon. For the first 25 years of their lives, the men of the moon are wives, and they can get pregnant, but they carry the child in the calf of their leg instead of in their belly.
0: Huh. It yeah. It seems like it'd be a little bit more turbulent that way. Especially when yeah, being- it seems dragged off by gorillas or whatever yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah no but like when you're walking it'd be like yeah okay all
1: right yeah and like i was trying to imagine that it's just like it's in the that's the lower half of your leg but they're not like attached so you'd be like off balance too if you didn't have twins that's
0: true you gotta have <laughs> yeah
1: which yeah. is not clear which is not clarified at all in this so like
0: that is really weird is it
1: like one or the other or is it like a is it like a seahorse thing where like you know the male seahorse has the pouch where the female lays her eggs into
0: right 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 or is it like a fish thing where the man just comes by and, and like squirts on it to get to get it activated you ever seen Sam? oh yeah the, like in the... yeah
1: the, the the like the magic school bus the car wash scene yes of course of yeah. course
0: yeah no it's <laughs>
1: So yeah, for the first 25 years of their lives, the men are moon wives, uh, and when they grow old, uh, they don't die, but they dissolve into smoke and blow away. Um, people eat nothing but flying frogs that are apparently fucking everywhere on the moon, uh, and they are roasted with the residual heat of, like, the coals of a fire, which is, like, the perfect marshmallow, I guess, you know, when you get it, just, just like, the coal heat. And it gets like you get the outside to turn brown and crispy and expand. Right. Although I'm I'm a sucker for like the like the like carcinogen, um, the, the marshmallow. You like the bread, oh yeah, dude. And you just uh, like light take it the on skin off and then eat the. Next oh yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The rotisserie the like the rotisserie chicken like sock that you just pull off of it, dude.
0: Oh, I <laughs> it love is, that shit. It is weird that you pull it. Up. I haven't had marshmallows in a a, a long time. The next time, yeah, we, me we go out to the into the woods. We should do that to the sticks yeah, yeah. absolutely
1: i'd I love it I, I still haven't been to my dad's house he right. sold his house during the pandemic and bought a new one i have not been to the new one it's and he it's been like two and a half years this point.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i haven't been out either i think yeah the last time i was i went was with you yeah i mean
1: yeah. again like yeah um yes yeah, so the dew that i mentioned earlier is actually condensed air that they squeeze into a cup and interestingly enough, you can kind of already do this with gases on Earth. This was like a fictional thing at the time. Okay. But if you you can condense a gas to the point where it becomes a liquid.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Like liquid nitrogen, uh, for example. Right. Yeah. Um, on the moon, and this this is so funny It's just about the culture of the time that he's kind of satirizing On the moon, it's so wacky Being bald is sexy And having long hair is gross <laughs> uh, So hippies have no place on the moon And the moon men's ears Are either made of leaves or of wood
0: Okay, cool
1: They have a single toe on their foot that has no nail So it's uh. like, I guess, like an L-shaped
0: stump Basically <laughs> Yeah, it's picture like a horse hoof But all skinned and no hoof yeah all all gas no brakes basically (laughs) all the way down all skin no hoof that's gross
1: yeah uh worst of all i would say uh the moon man's belly is like a storage pouch i don't did you ever watch dragon tales on cbc i did and you know how all the dragons had like a belly pouch that had like infinite storage yeah 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 that's that's like from this lore boys canon oh, because cool. the the moon men have a belly pouch that they use as like infinite storage but on the inside it's all warm and hairy Ooh. so moon children when they get cold will like crawl into the moon pouch and like
0: warm up inside of it like a kangaroo basically okay that's honestly sounds cozier than a kangaroo pouch yeah, because they're all slimy. Yeah, yeah, they're gross and meaty yeah. on the inside. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like the fact that he has like kind of made this up,
1: uh, this like kangaroo cliche of you know you've got the joey sitting in there and he's all cozy and whatnot, but actually it's all it's nasty as fuck. I don't think there were marsupials in Greece. Right. So this like anatomical thing is just a thing he made up.
0: He invented kangaroos before they went to Australia. <laughs> a- absolutely. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's kangaroo, trademark, Lucian,
0: 125 AD Yeah So trolls invented kangaroos, that's good good to know
1: Yeah, uh, unless they had like possums in Greece, which I don't know Which are also marsupials, they've got a pouch as far as I understand it Right
0: uh, What's Crash Bandicoot? He's a... He's a a bandicoot (laughs) (laughs) That's a marsupial, I wonder if, if they got those Are they? I even remember saying marsupial in yeah. like in that episode a lot. I think uh, bandicoots are marsupials, yeah. Yeah, some kind of pointy rat, regardless, just yes. like a
1: possum. Yes, yeah. yes. A uh, pointy rat, like a yeah. As as, <laughs> as 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 the like a blunt rat would be like a hamster or like a guinea pig.
0: Yes, those <laughs> like, are very like, like, a round, <laughs> like a rounded edge. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you don't get um, marsupials for your kids because they can poke their eyes out. You get yeah, yeah it,
1: they were very popular in the eighties, but with the new regulations, we can stop buying kids possums. So. Yeah,
0: they got rid of my lawn darts and my, my possums for my children. <laughs> <laughs> this is the future the libs want. Yeah,
1: <laughs> the cabbage they sold out a cabbage patch rats, and it's just like yeah, they're unsafe. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh one other feature of the moon men is that their eyes can be taken out whenever they want, and rich men have a collection of different eyes as a status symbol, Ooh. so like you'd have like a watch for the occasion, right uh or I guess in this in ancient Syria, uh I don't know like a sundial for the occasion <laughs> on your wrist uh men of status on the moon had a case of eyes basically for 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 whatever they needed,
0: okay, that's kinda neat. So, like, if you're going to church, you might put in like your nice, uh, like your best Sunday on. eyes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like, obviously, <laughs> your best Sunday eyes. <laughs> Duh.
1: <laughs> yep. uh, rich rich moonmen wear robes of soft woven glass, while the poor wear woven brass. So, okay, don't understand the distinction. After a week, uh, the king's vulture riders escort uh, escort Lucian back to Earth, uh, where he and his sh- and the shit. Christ's sake! He <laughs> and the crew of his ship uh, are sent back down into Earth's atmosphere. They're not actually back down at the ocean.
0: Right.
1: And after landing, they come. After landing in the atmosphere, they kind of glide down and find the flying island of Lesnopolis, okay. which is populated entirely by living lamps.
0: Lamps? Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. All right. Cool. Yeah. Um. At the
1: time, this is very much like a genie lamp we're talking about. Like an oil lamp with a little fire at the tip of
0: it. Right, okay, yeah. And I they all kind know. of
1: hover. They, like, hover around. Yeah, when I was listening to it, because I, I listened to the audiobook at the car, and I was like, imagine just, like, street lamps everywhere. Just, like, right. kind of hopping around. Yeah. But that doesn't make any sense.
0: No electricity. 1900 years ago. Yeah. They didn't even have restaurants. Yeah, fucking savages. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) But they all kind of like hover around in the air and and glide around. Uh, The lamps appeared friendly, uh, and they all had names of people engraved on them, but they made the crew understandably uneasy, and they refused all hospitality and food that was offered to them by the lamp people. Uh Uh, The king of the lamps calls them all by name to the center of the city, and if they don't show up, he condemns them to death, even if they have a valid excuse so you have to come to the center of town when you're summoned by the the lamp king.
0: Okay, all right.
1: L- Lucian finds a lamp with his name engraved on it and just asks him how things are at home. And then the following day they leave the island. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, <All right>. exactly. <laughs> uh Four days later, they land in the ocean and are set upon by a pod of whales, uh, the largest of which was a hundred, and, uh, was 1,500 stadia in length, which is 147 miles.
0: That's insane. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: the whale swallows the ship, and the crew just basically prepare to die. They're just like, they're saying their goodbyes. They embrace each other. They're all just ready, ready to go. They find, however, that inside the whale are several tribes of exotic human-animal hybrids and two regular men. Um, there are also islands, plants, crops, and a temple to Neptune that the guys inside had already set up.
0: Okay, so these are the men living in the whale. Okay, we're finally here.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, the men were the last survivors of a merchant ship that had been swallowed by the whale 27 years ago, en route to Sicily. Uh, and towards the tail and the left side of the whale, uh, were a warlike tribe of people called the Terracani, uh, who had crab faces and eel eyes.
0: Oh, my God. What are you going to draw this week, dude? There's so many stupid I don't fucking things. know, man. Yeah. I'll figure it out.
1: Yeah. There's, there's, so a, there's some
0: stupid. Things.
1: There's some, There's some wacky shit, like, out there that's already been drawn in the past thousand years, thankfully. I was right. just, like, pretty pretty committed to doing something kind of classical in style. Okay. And then just kind of figuring it out from there. There we go. There we go. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's always good. Like, I have an advantage when I've written the episode, right? Where I'm just, like, I've been thinking about this, like... Because I read the wiki page and and listened to the book over the past couple of days where I was just like, okay, yeah, like, if I get desperate, thankfully, there's a bunch
0: of weird etchings from the the 1100s that I can refer to. You could pick, like, any five-minute segment of this story and have a bunch of weird shit to draw. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And on the right side of the
1: whale lived the, oh my god, Tricano mentiades. Okay. Okay, uh, these were upper half man, normal, lower half weasel, and lore <laughs> boys cannon. regular man body, regular weasel body. So I like to think they had like tiny little weasel bodies, which is like two little, two little weasel feet that just like scuttle around, and yeah. there's like thin little tails.
0: Yeah, yeah, if they're like working on your sink and they need to like get something that's clogged down there, like the man can kind of like su- put his whole body into the sink and his little <laughs> weasel half will pull it out. <laughs> kick it down yeah (laughs) (laughs) full-size man body in the sink but it's like little weasel thing they're they're like pipe little natural pipe cleaners those guys
1: well like especially with the proportions of like the centaurs that he had mentioned earlier yeah like the the completely wacky proportions are are not you know out of step with this with this story here. so regular weasel body uh prove me wrong lucian if you (laughs) if you
0: can you fucking coward so yeah, you get there and there's men just dragging themselves by their arms through a whale to come talk to you. Or oh,
1: you know, you'd probably have to walk around like the like the grumpy race car driver from the first Star Wars movie.
0: Okay, I, I'm not familiar. Yeah,
1: there's like the when when Anakin's still a kid and he's like now this is pod racing kind of part. Okay, I, I know the memes from like that. Yeah, have you not seen the movie? Because the the know. his rival is like this like kind of like goblin thing. But he walks around on long arms, with his little feet poking up in the front. Oh, I can't remember. Can't remember. Yeah. But, uh... I know I'm probably just like driving somebody fucking crazy who, is, like, <laughs> who, who like who likes Star Wars, but like I saw that movie after Attack of the Clones came out, and even then I was young, so like I don't remember that at all. But there is like I remember that thing's design. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. So like I guess I would imagine, yeah, like Joe Rogan upper body walking around on dumb Joe Rogan knuckles, yes. with a little little weasel legs with like a tail. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: just like walking around like that
0: yeah i saw like a, a meme today because just last night will smith uh slapped uh, chris rock in the face oh, at yeah, the oscars yeah. like what the that was fuck? fucking wild yeah it, it was crazy i went to will smith's twitter and it's just like another guy who looks like me who's doing a podcast who somehow named will smith and got the will smith name first so he's like i'm just you're not i'm not the guy you're angry at I just make podcasts I, and do video games and stuff. Yeah. I got at Pete O'Donoghue on Twitter years
1: ago, and I hate Twitter. The only reason I still have it is because right. I got a message from a soccer player in Europe once, and all he said was just like, "Fuck, man, you got the good handle," and it was like, because <laughs> uh, like, there's some Peter O'Donohue who has done something with his life playing yeah. soccer in Europe, and he was just like, "Yeah, you got <laughs> you got there first. That was the only thing we ever talked about. Right? He never he never hit me up again to like cancel it so he could have the handle. Just right. like. Nice, C- nice. Congratulations. I was just like, and I'll respect him forever, not only for having my name, but for being cool about it. Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. I saw the Joe Rogan thing about that being like, he's like, not, he's sweating, not sharing which button to press, being like, free speech in comedy or appreciating a nice slap. Cause like, Joe yeah. Rogan's just such a mean well, there, head, right?
1: There's like the free speech thing, and then there's a talk shit get hit. And, yeah. I'm like, and I was, I was just like, eh, man,
0: come on. Yeah. It was, uh, it's, my take is Will Smith was out of uh, out of turn there. Like it's talked. Yeah, to... I'm I... sure those things were cleared through like legal teams before you say it on the Oscars or whatever. Like, like there was some thought that went into this. No one meant to hurt anyone's feelings that much. And just like get
1: over those it. guys know each other too. Yeah. So like uh, again, it's like a weird, very relevant only to this week.
0: Aside, yeah. but yeah, like. <laughs> Don't make a fool of yourself, dude. That's right. it. Chris Rock took that slap very well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he just went right back into the comedy thing. And he stuttered on one sentence, and that was it. And yeah, yeah. that was it was amazing. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, Will gets the help he needs because that was an inappropriate reaction in public. Yeah. It's. It's. What? Everyone's memeing on him, you can fuck my wife, but you can't fuck with my wife or something yeah, I like know. that. It's like, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. It, 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 Just super embarrassing. It should have never
1: happened. No, exactly. But, I mean, it's the most interesting thing to happen at the Oscars in 20 years, at the
0: very least. If I knew that something like that would happen every Oscars, I would probably watch them. Yeah. Yeah. I'd probably watch them. (laughs) People just
1: hate celebrities so much nowadays because they're a bunch of, like, self-righteous billionaires that it's just like, oh, yeah, well, actually, you know what? This is kind of cool. Yeah. Uh,
0: (laughs) It's probably great for the Oscars, if
1: anything, too. Oh, yeah. You think they're going to have, like, fake slaps next year? Oh, that, they might. That'd be a nice little tongue-in-cheek. Staged thing, slaps? Calling it now. No. All right. March 28th, 2022. The Lore boys call. Fake slap at
0: 2023's Oscars. <laughs> yep. And giant spiders and dog people and ferret people, too. They're all going to be there. Yeah. yeah. All of them. Yeah.
1: And we're not going to take parts of that claim. It's all going to happen. Yes. It's hot and
0: cold. That's it. <laughs> One yeah. or the other. <laughs> yeah, and some of them get too hopped up on Mountain Dew and get bloated and uh, poop themselves during their speech. That's going to happen. It's going to happen.
1: <laughs> so uh, there's a bunch of other tribes. Back to Lucian and his, and his completely unfounded claims. Yes. Um, other tribes within the whale go undescribed. Uh, however, the merchants have to pay a tax of 500 oysters to one of them. That is like <laughs> a protection racket, basically, every year. Uh, Lucian asks how many there are and what their weapons are like, but he's told that there is only about a thousand of them, and they're only armed with fish bones. Okay. So Lucian and his fifty men are pretty confident that they can take on a thousand beast boys, basically armed with fish bones. Realizing that people were armed with fish bones were no match for people armed with weapons and armor that they had gotten from the moon, uh, they withheld the payment of oysters, uh, like... That resulted in a very, like, one-sided war where Lucian's crew took over all of the islands within the whale, only losing their ship captain, who was stabbed in the chest with a large fishbone. Oof. So there's one ca- one fatality on Lucian's end. Yeah. Uh, the animal men proposed a treaty, which was refused, and the neutral uh, trichonomendatas uh, ran away to the gills of the whale and jumped into the ocean. So the we- the half-weasels were also cowards. <laughs> Uh, after winning
0: trying to swim yeah. <laughs> yeah like like breaststroke with the big arms but all the little legs are like, dee, 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 dee. like well what about of, like little up? the little weasel tails like a little like oh, corkscrew propeller that's true like tails does whenever you're in the water levels in sonic
1: yeah okay. exactly cool or when he has to fly or or when he runs when he keeps up with sonic he uses the little he likes he's got his wheelies yeah and then the little little prop tails the tri-tail yeah
0: that's
1: cool. exactly Uh, After winning the war, Lucian's crew lived within the whale for 20 months. Uh, One day when the whale opened its mouth, the men saw giants with flaming hair riding on islands like boats, rowing past using cypress trees as paddles, smashing their islands into pieces and sinking into the ocean. Sharks were used as chains, which is a thing I don't understand. Like, I guess you could, like, bite a shark onto another shark's tail (laughs) as, as, like, a... Like jumper cables, basically, like right. for a car. You've got yeah. like the you've got a black shark and a red shark, and
0: so you don't get electrocuted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't cut the red shark. Okay, yeah, okay, I got it.
1: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> don't cut, don't cut the red shark. You're like, yeah. sweat. It. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you've got a regular scene,
0: right?
1: Where you've got like a, or it's like it's um, what was that um, the Hurt Locker. So you've got a guy in the EOD armor. In like a in like a market street in Iraq. Yes. And he opens up the shell of like a an, of like an IED that's next to like a burned out van, and inside is a bunch of different colored sharks. <laughs> and he's just like sweating <laughs> on trying to fi- figure out which one he has to cut. <laughs> uh, the ammunition that these giants use were gigantic oysters, basically. Cool. So, which are sharp, so they would be very good projectiles.
0: Right, and those were the I don't know if- those were the currency not so long ago. Uh, the, the so the bribe
1: for the racket was oysters within the whale and the giants outside that are like sailing islands around and crashing them into each other, uh-huh. also hurling giant oysters at each other. Uh, as someone who like was fucking around in the ocean in PEI once, and uh, like I had an inflatable mattress on like a stormy day because it was just like fun as shit. I, I I like wrecked that on like a bunch of barnacles and oysters and cut the shit out of my leg once. So uh-huh. it, was, it would to- it would totally work. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a cool theory for, uh, like, the tectonic plates, by the way, too, is, like, giants just, like, pushing themselves oh, yeah, that's, along. Oh, that's true, eh? Yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: after the battle, they hung an island on the whale like a trophy and then buried their dead. These are the giants. And yeah. then they just sailed off. Uh, and this was at the end of what is known as the Battle of the Islands. Okay. Um, following, following this, uh, Lucian and his men realize they need to eventually leave the whale. Uh, so they're kind of coming to the conclusion of their journey, just like we are here. To do this, they pulled a Pinocchio. Uh, They lit one of the forests on one of the islands on fire within the whale to kill it. Uh, And of course, in the cartoon, the um, fire makes the whale sneeze. And in the original Pinocchio, uh, the giant fish has asthma. And it just like (laughs) breathes with its mouth above the water, which is something I told you earlier. (laughs) And so which is how Geppetto and Pinocchio get out in the fairy tale.
0: That's the um, first. After... That was the first mammal to dive. Smoke exhalation instead of inhalation. <laughs> <laughs> it always starts from the outside, usually.
1: Uh. After leaving the whale's carcass, they camped out on it for a few days, like as it was floating upside down, like a goldfish, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's like a very rapid fire sequence of weird shit that he just like blasts through before getting to the. Dialogue portion of a true story, which we will not be covering, because, like I mentioned earlier, I found the dialogue boring. It's a a very boring genre. Like he was satirizing a boring genre by writing something incredibly boring, and I guess the boring was the joke. But yeah, I'm 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 a thousand years removed. I just don't I just don't get it anymore. Right. Right. Um, The ocean freezes solid at one point, and they live in an ice cave for thirty days before turning their ship into a sled and just like. Like, skating it across the ice with the sail.
0: Cool.
1: Uh, they come to an ocean of milk that has a cheese island in the middle of it, and apparently the cheese island is very good. It is, a, like most, it is a most prodigious cheese, as is written in the book, which is just a great <laughs> adjective. <laughs> and also on the cheese island, they have uh, a bunch of grapevines, but inside the grape skins is all cheese also, so the entire thing is cheese with, with grapevines that grow out of there nice uh they come by a tribe of like men who can walk on water because their legs are made of cork <laughs> uh, and they live on a gigantic cork island that is just a huge cork with like civilization carved into the sides of it
0: cool i like that place. yeah uh
1: lucian then comes to an island of the blessed comes to the island of the blessed rather where he and his crew are arrested with shackles made of roses and on this island, uh, a philosopher or a god—I didn't look this guy up—named Radamanthus judges various he- heroes from myth- mythology or from the Trojan War and decides their fate. Uh, this is a lot like um, Dante's Inferno or like or the Divine Comedy, where he just writes about like people you would have known, like famous people, and sets up a judge in the way that they had Minos in the Inferno. Right. And this is like, well, this is what this guy would have thought of him, basically just as like, a self-insert Mary Sue judge. Uh, to just like talk shit about Plato, cool. basically, because yeah, because like, fuck Plato, right? <laughs> Everybody thinks this
0: from back then. I'm starting to think yeah. they might have a point, you know. <laughs> so Everything has like an ideal of perfect beauty, perfect point to it. Plato, I've never seen. it. Yeah, come on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so from here, like I said, the story turns from a travelogue into a dialogue, and it's not nearly as interesting to talk about. Um, The Imperium is mentioned once again, like we talked about in the Elden Ring episode, and again in the Divine Comedy. And Lucian in the Imperium debates a singular god. And this is like the dialogue portion of it, which I I just think it's interesting that, again, this concept comes back to our show, but also like within historical writing. Right. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's a little out of context, and I'm not going to get into it. And there's no more like puppy-headed weasel people so we're gonna we're gonna end it here uh yeah and one of the funniest things is in the end lucian's story just ends abruptly where he promises a sequel that he never wrote so (laughs) also lore boys canon lucian was the first
0: lore boy nice (laughs) (laughs) i like it yeah cool. it's good to learn about him uh i might be watching more youtube videos myself now actually after hearing about it it's got some good it's
1: very it's, yeah, it's it's wacky right so yeah uh i've been your host peter O'Donohue. you can find me at loreboys podcast on instagram or you can go to loreboys.com about to find all of our socials you can find our merch you can find our patreon you can find our discord which is easily the most important thing you are going to discover on your travels throughout the internet is the loreboys discord so get on there make a request hang out Lot of people taking care of themselves, which is great. We
0: interact with people all the time as well. So,
1: yeah, come uh, stop by and say hi. Yeah. Uh,
0: Jamie. <clears throat> yeah, that's it. The Discord's the best place to find us. When I get uh, 24th place in Canada in Seraph's Last Stand, you can find out about it in the Discord. Whenever <laughs> I really enjoy uh, spicy dill pickle chips made in Canada, um, I can let you know about it, and you can get yourself some.
1: I do want to say, I was looking at those when I saw them at the grocery store, and I was like, fuck me, man, that looks real good. I
0: went to my Depanar, and they only had the big bag, and I walked to another store where I was pretty sure they would have a small bag, because I didn't want to commit and uh, it was worth it. It was okay. very worth it. It was... Uh, yeah. spicy, spicy Dill, Miss Vickies, uh, please sponsor us and uh, make me very fat. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: no, I've got a Lore Boys Prime offer. If, you do, if you've if you got one as well, we can do both, or you can do yours oh, if you've got an idea. Oh, please, please. So obviously, we've got patreon.com slash the Loreboys if you want to donate. Uh, we appreciate that. The show pays for itself. Do not feel obliged, but we appreciate the support. It's fantastic. Uh, But if you want to join Loreboys Prime, which we started before Patreon, which we trust more than Patreon because they don't take a cut. It's like a private company that we run. Um, (laughs) We will uh, write down basically anything you want to believe. If you want us to do a takedown of something, if you want to go to an island made of cheese, which will then be stolen by Wallace and Gromit a a millennia later, we'll do it. (laughs) So, yeah write us in uh send an email loreboyspodcast at gmail.com uh whatever lie you want us to tell uh, and we'll tell it and obviously that'll only cost you i don't know like a cask of baja blast mountain dew
0: yeah uh,
1: preferably (laughs) that you salvage from the ocean like like frankly only flotsam here is the only currency that we're currently that we're like using right now yeah no money you know inflation's up uh so our money is going to be worthless soon so what i want is driftwood and casks of mountain dew personally
0: so yeah i'm with you that's Original brew, original blend, whatever, code red, whatever you can get your hands on, we'll take it. The purple one that looks like antifreeze? Hell yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> cool. I think that constitutes. Hey, lore boys. Out. 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 I saw two old guys fighting at the park the other day. He's like, fuck you, fuck you. And then they, Is this like, your fucking dog park? Yeah, yeah, outside. Little lunatics. <laughs> it's outside of the dog park in front where, where the old men smoke their cigars.